0: Welcome to His Way Women's Bible Study with Linda Anderson. His Way Ministries is an interdenominational ministry established and committed to helping you experience a dynamic relationship with God. Now here's Linda with this week's message. It's a breath of fresh air. (laughs) I was just standing there just, uh, I forgot about all of you and began to worship and thought oh I love the atmosphere of his way just love to come in here and bask in God's love and get refreshed and restored and healed and freed and blessed and healed and restored and free and (laughs) oh it's great to see you thank you for braving the smoke once again continue to pray the women in that they'll just come in through the smoke into the fresh air you know our our philosophy here at his way is come early come late just come bring anybody and come (laughs) so pray amen let's pray amen and just may women come and because this is such a place of refreshing Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. The, the deal is, he's already here, but we want more. <laughs> we just want more of God. So, would you open your hands? Let him see you. He's looking. You don't want him to see you just standing there going, I don't know if I'm doing that. <laughs> okay, Lord, here we are, your girls. Oh, Lord, <laughs> thank you for your love. That's like a waterfall. Thank you. Lord, I ask that the waterfall of your love will pour all over us tonight. Oh, God, would you, would you cause this place to be so full of your love, so full of your spirit, So full of the water, of that waterfall of your love. Yes, Yes, Lord. Lord, that the smoke will clear out and we'll just be, we'll just be refreshed and healed and freed. Thanks, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, that it's just what you want to do. Thanks. And so help your women. Father, help them. Help them to not compare themselves. Oh, God, help them to not give in to the feelings that try to swirl around us as women. Lord, help them. Lord, I ask that this will be a no inflamed emotion zone. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Lord. Lord. Praise God. Okay, amen. Okay, if you didn't get a car, the basket right there... Has little cars in it. I have been super excited about the teaching on Colossians 1, especially the verses <laughs> 12, 13, 14. I just, I love this passage. Tonight you'll be hearing Pastor Tamara read to us about how. God has conveyed us. He has transported us. He has, he has taken us. Father God has taken us out of the kingdom of darkness, and he has taken us into the kingdom. Listen to this. He is, oh, you're, you're excited too. He has taken us into the kingdom of the son of his love. That is my favorite designation for the kingdom of God. The kingdom of the Son, of his love. He has taken us, he's transferred us. He has taken us out of darkness into the marvelous light. The reason why I get so excited about this is because that's what he did for me. When he took me out of the kingdom of darkness and he took me into the kingdom of the son of his love, everything changed for me. Yeah, I went from this little insecure, fearful kid to to this woman who was filled with the love of God and I couldn't even sleep. I mean, I didn't care to sleep. I would just, I would lie awake at night and bask in the love of God. And then I'd wake up Tom, my husband Tom, and I'd shake him and I'd say, Tom, you're not going to believe what happened to me. And he said, you told me. <laughs> because God did such an amazing work in me that it did It just, I I came out of darkness into light. Do you know what that feels like? I mean, if you're walking around outside, okay, how about a cave? If you're in a cave, because in a cave there's no light at all, a deep, dark cave. And then if you can come out into the light, oh, it feels so good. That's what it's like. That's what he did. He transferred us. Now, so I went online to buy you something to represent you getting transferred, conveyed, um, taken by Father God through Jesus Christ into a new kingdom of his love. And so I wanted to buy you trucks. I looked at trucks. And the trucks were actually a little less than the cars. And I was going to buy you a truck because I figured that some of us would feel like we could fit in a truck better. (laughs) But then I saw that they had racer cars. And we want to get there fast. We want to be conveyed into his light Whenever the darkness comes in, we don't want to just truck it out. We want to race back into the light. So I got you racer cars. Now, these cars are um, the kind that you pull back, and it creates friction. Here is your physics lesson, because we're having physics lessons each week. So it creates friction as you pull it back, and then you let go, and it goes forward. Now, I was gonna give you the equation for friction on your outline, but I gotta tell you, I had so much trouble getting this outline down to one page already. I just kept trying to discard things because I wanted to tell you everything about being conveyed into the land of his love. So, friction. So you pull back And we will see in the message, I'll reiterate it again, that what we do is when we need to be conveyed out of darkness and into the light, we pull back, like on this car with the friction, and we feel the drag. We feel the um, resistance. And we figure out, we ask Jesus, where did I allow my thoughts to take a wrong turn. And then we put our focus back on him, and then we let go, and we race into the light. (laughs) Okay, let's go home. That's it. (laughs) No, we want to hear the scripture. Before we have the scripture, I want to give you a little Bible lesson from Matthew 13. This is important because this will help you get more from the word of truth as it's read to you tonight. Because we don't want the Bible to just be read. We want it to go in and penetrate and bring light. So Matthew 13, Jesus, he was in a house. He came out of the house and he went over by the lake to teach the people it says there was a great multitude there so jesus went over to the lake to teach them and do you know what he did when he got there he separated himself from them he got in a boat and his disciples pushed him out into the lake in that boat What he did was he was illustrating something for us in 2014. He separated himself from those people. He was out in the lake. They couldn't get to him, of course, unless they wanted to swim, I guess. So they couldn't get to him. He was separated from them. But how many of you know that the acoustics on a lake are amazing? Your voice carries. So Jesus was out on the lake in a boat. And as he's speaking and teaching the people, his voice is reaching them. His word is reaching them, going into them. Now, this is what we say. We say, if only God was here physically and I could touch him. If only I could touch him. Then I would be healed. We have the same thing that they had. We have his word. You see, even if he was here physically in the flesh, he would still speak words that we have to believe. It's his word. It's his word. It's his word that penetrates so he was illustrating to us because he knew that we would live in, a, in an age in a time when he wasn't walking on the planet in an earth suit like he did 2,000 years ago. Of course, we have the Holy Spirit. <laughs> but he was illustrating for us a time when we could not reach him physically, but the sound of his voice, just like then, we have... His word. And even if he was here in the flesh, you would still have to listen to his voice, believe what he says, and be healed from his word. So Pastor Tamara is coming to read to us from the word. And when she reads... It's going to go into you and create faith. And you're going to be conveyed, transported into the kingdom of light because you believe his word. Praise God. Thanks, Father. Now, Lord, thank you for telling us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of of God. Thank you, Father, that we can hear you. Thank you. Oh, Father, thank you with all my heart. Thank you for your word. Your word is truth. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word is a light unto my path. It's a lamp. It's a, it's a, It's a a beam. It's a laser light. Thank you. Now, Lord, cause your word to go forth and transport sickness. Oh, God, I ask that sickness will stay in the kingdom of darkness where it belongs and that women will be transported into the kingdom of light and the sickness won't go with them. Thanks, Lord. Praise God. So
1: be it amen. All right, we are in Colossians chapter 1, but we are starting with verse 12. So Colossians chapter 1, starting with verse 12. I'm reading out of the New King James. You can listen or you can read along. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled. In the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard. Which was preached to every creature under heaven of which I Paul became a minister I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily.
0: It's so beautiful, isn't it? The scripture is so beautiful. I'm looking forward to next week too because I'll just <laughs> I'll explain scientifically how Jesus holds all things together. And how science is agreeing, finally. Yeah, so good. Well, this last week at our ministry school, we have a college at Horizon Christian Church. And last week, one of our students gave a short testimony. And she is in the kids area, Bonnie. So Elissa ran to get her. I want her to tell you what she told the students. Hi, Bonnie. What she told the students at our college it is so good. Are you ready, Bonnie? Do you feel confident? Good.
2: Yeah. Oh, OK, so I told um, people in HSM the story of how whenever the sun shined in my face. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? OK, it's so weird to hear my own voice. But I told a story in HSM of how every time the sun shines in my face, I, I say that I get kisses from Jesus. And that came from a story a while ago. I was walking up the stairs of my home, and earlier that day, something had happened. And I was walking around really burdened and heavy in my heart, and I was just not having a good day. And I walked up the stair of my home, and there were these like, giant windows, and the, sh- the, the sun shined through, and as the sunlight hit my face, All of my burden was lifted, like completely. It was gone. I felt so light and I felt so loved by the Lord. So now every time when I go outside, the sunshine on my face just reminds me of how much He loves me and how the Lord can do anything at any time and nothing is impossible with the Lord. (laughs) Okay.
0: Pat her as she goes by. Tell her, wow. (laughs) Part of the reason why I wanted Bonnie to tell you is because it happens suddenly. You know how we think that when we're walking around and it just feels dark and we're depressed and troubled that we feel like this is going to last forever. And then all of a sudden... God will break through, and everything changes. I like the song that we were playing during the offering about the rescue, because we need rescuing all the time. And when we are rescued, when we are rescued by God, when he does something to deliver us, we, get, we become so grateful The old song. This is a Gaither song. I am sixty-something, you know. Um, they said, "If you song to the Lord, if I never had a problem, I'd never know that you could solve them. Never know what faith in in God could do." Yeah. So you gotta have problems so you can solve them. Sorry. <laughs> If you want to take your outline, I put the longest title on there of all time in all the many years that we have had his way across the nation. <laughs> the title is The Super Racer Transport into the Kingdom of the Son of His Love. It was actually longer than that earlier. It was, once you put Pastor Tamra? The Super Racer, okay. Earlier, it was the Super Racer champion transport into the kingdom of the son of his love because I thought that all the cars said champion on them. Mine does. But then I found out that some of the cars say... Yeah, motivity and what? Yeah. What else? High speed. I like high speed. Yeah. Yeah. So I took out Champion, but we still have the longest title ever. And right below that, the amazing, amazing scripture. I recommend that you memorize Colossians 1.13. Father God has delivered us from the power of darkness, conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. A few weeks ago, Tom and I were up in Redding visiting my dad, and we went out to Shastadam just to go somewhere and do something. How many of you have been to Shastadam? Oh, wow, quite a few of us. Many times. Well, you're from Redding. <laughs> So we were up at Shasta Dam, and we were reading about how they built this amazing dam that is the second biggest in our nation. And as we were reading about it, I found out that they had to build a conveyor belt from Redding clear out to Lake Shasta, almost 10 whole miles, a conveyor belt to take all of the gravel and Um, supplies that they would need to build that dam to create concrete. And as I was reading that, I was thinking, that's a big conveyor belt. But you know, through the years, I have often told women when they are waiting for something, when they are hoping for a husband or financial blessing or a child or to be healed or whatever they're waiting for, I've often seen that it's on the conveyor belt. And I just want to reach over and flick the switch to high. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like that conveyor belt is moving so slow. And yeah, the answer is on the conveyor belt because Father God hears and answers. So he has conveyed us, maybe not in the super little racer car, but maybe a conveyor belt, but he has conveyed us. He has taken us from one kingdom to another. You are in the kingdom of light. Sometimes it feels real dark. Number one on your outline, have you been walking around in the dark? And then the question in parentheses, how did I get here, and how do I get back into the light? I Yes, who said it? Good, Beth. Belong in. Because you belong in the light. Now, your questions on the back this week, I want to encourage you once again to do them. Because you will find out some of the reasons for getting in the dark. I gave you several scriptures that show what could have possibly have happened to you. And why all of a sudden you're either depressed or you're, um, you're just not feeling like you're hearing God. And so as you do those questions, if you're in the dark right now, then hopefully a reason will be pinpointed and you'll be helped. You know, the, the word gives us the answers, He is the God who speaks. He speaks through his word. He speaks through other people. He speaks through a song. He speaks through his way. (laughs) The Lord tells us in Proverbs 12, he tells us that anxiety in the heart causes depression. Right now, we live in an age of anxiety. People are anxious, worried afraid. Proverbs 12 tells us that anxiety causes depression. So what do we do about that? While well, we go over to Philippians and we meditate on Philippians 4. Be anxious in some things. Be anxious in some things. The word says nothing You know, when God speaks, he he creates the capacity to perform it. When God speaks, he creates the capacity to perform it. So if he tells us, be anxious for nothing, yeah, he's going to create for you the ability, the capacity to do it. And then what else does the verse say? I know that many of you know it. Be anxious for nothing, but in some things. (laughs) In everything by prayer, supplication. Uh Oh, you forgot one. There's three. Thanksgiving. Make your... Requests known to God. And what happens? The peace of God that passes all understanding, bypasses your brain, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Wow. That's such a big mountain. You can stand there and look at it, and you can't even see the top. Right below number one. His way is a conveyance, something that helps transport or carry people or things from one place to another. (laughs) We come to his way, you go to church, you worship, you spend time with God, you tell other people about his love, and it just catapults you into the kingdom of light. Number two, Father God transported you into the kingdom of the Son of his love. Oh, I put it right there next to it. Did you go by limo or transporter beam or race car? Okay, here's some more physics for you. The transporter device which dematerializes, transmits, and reassembles a person or object to anywhere almost instantly is a Star Trek icon. Yet, at the current race, modern computers transfer. Information. it would only take 13.7 billion years to send a complete human imprint. Still, the theory isn't entirely implausible. In fact, scientists have actually transported a single atom using quantum teleportation. Now, I believe that... I believe I'm going to see the transporter beam in my lifetime! <laughs> I just... I really want, I want to get in there and transport. So it's possible. The problem, if you want to know a little bit more, I'll tell you a little bit more. The problem, you don't care. The problem is, is that that one little particle that was transported, it actually duplicates it instead of... um, Um, taking it and moving it, it duplicates it. Clones. Yeah. So the deal is that it's not like Star Trek where they just materialized and materialized elsewhere. No, you would have a copy of you. (laughs) Some of you need another one of you. Okay, number three, let us no longer worry about being afraid of the dark or the darkness. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because in counseling, and I'm sure that the other counselors, you run into this as well, people get so afraid of being afraid, get so worried that they're scared. I mean, they're they're worried about feeling scared. Yeah, me too. Me too. So we get worried about being scared. So we get worried about being afraid of the darkness. And then it's not even the fear that's affecting us. It's the worry about being afraid. I'm always driving demons of worry away from people. Seriously, telling him to leave people alone, to be bound at the cross in the name of Jesus. We submit to God's word. He told us how to do this. We submit to the word. He said, do not worry. So we submit to his word. Father, I'm sorry for worrying. Forgive me. You just submitted to the word. And then You resist the devil. I resist worry in the name of Jesus. And the scripture says that it will flee from you. Because it's an entity. And that's creepy. But if we pretend like it's not true, we really get in trouble. Right below number three. This is a quote from George MacDonald, Lilith, and I can't recommend that you read this book, although George MacDonald is one of my favorite authors, and he is also, he was C.S. Lewis's um, champion, <laughs> just his, the man that C.S. Lewis looked up to most. But Lilith is difficult reading. Anyway, my boy, I answered, there's no harm in being afraid. The only harm is doing what fear tells you. Fear is not your master. Laugh in his face and he'll run away. If you're having bad dreams where something is trying to get you and you've been running away, before you go to sleep, ask ask Father to help you to face it and to tell it to leave. And then you won't dream it anymore. Terry, we're going to have to have another dream seminar. (laughs) Number four, faith is a leap into the light and out of darkness. The word of God is like a laser light beam in its operation. (laughs) I found this quote in my file, and I typed it, and I don't know who said it. But here it is. The Bible says that the devil is like a roaring lion, like a roaring lion. He is not a lion. He comes in the darkness and tries to frighten the children of God with his roar. But when you switch on the light of the word of God, you discover that there is no lion. There is only a mouse with a microphone. You know what one of the primary things that the lion does? In Proverbs, you will find scripture that tells us that the wrath of God is like the roar of a lion. And what the the enemy does is that he roars out the wrath of God. He tries to make you think that God's mad at you. You'll have to go further with that. Yeah, just search it out. God's not mad at you. He's not mad at you. took me a lot of years to get over thinking God was mad at me. I'm so grateful <laughs> to be free of that lie. May you all be free to know how loving and good he really is. Go after his goodness. You're doing that. You're here. Number five, we can't afford to live in reaction to darkness if we do darkness has a role in setting the agenda for my life. You can read the quote below that on your own, number six. Even when you feel exhausted and in the dark yourself, you can still be the encounter that changes everything for someone else by the words of your mouth. And by the way, this is one big way of getting back in the light. I'm going to give you a a story in just a moment that will demonstrate that. Um, Chris Vallotton, he said, prophecy, words of your mouth, prophecy is like a nuclear weapon in the hands of a believer. It is important that we embrace the kind of prophetic culture that calls out our destiny and reminds us of God's work in our lives. If we despise, reject, or do not believe in prophecy, we play into the enemy's hands by laying down a vitally important weapon of our warfare. Beloved women of God, I, just, I encourage you, run among the people and tell them, do not fear. God is on the throne and he is with you. Let those words come out of your mouth. Let them penetrate into the lives of other people. Oh, I see some of you teachers who work at Excel, and you're speaking life into your students, speaking words of life. Kristen, you did that in sixth grade last year. Imagine changing lives forever. It's what you did. Speaking words of life. So number seven, light can come swiftly, and a person can be transformed, conveyed into the kingdom of light over Now, don't fill in number eight and put your paper away because the answer is different than you think. Okay, it can happen fast. And here's what I wrote for you. Shall I read it or tell it? I'll just... Okay, the disciples were in a boat. They were about to die. This is from Mark chapter 5. I love this story. There's a great big storm that came up. The boat really is about to capsize. It's not just a little storm. If you've been on the Sea of Galilee, you know that a storm can come up quickly, that it is not a small lake, and it can be really scary. So they are out on the lake, and a big storm comes up. They found themselves. and then they thought they were going to die at sea when Jesus saved the day. He stood up and he calmed the storm. He's a storm calmer <laughs> the word actually it's the the text means he muzzled it. yeah, he he silenced the bite and the bark of that thing. he muzzled it. So they found themselves on solid ground, but then they looked up, and here it comes. The man who ran through town naked, howling in the graveyard, terrorizing the entire town, and here it came, running at Jesus. So they've been out all night in the storm. They've been fighting the storm. They're tired. They're weary. And then Jesus saves them, and they're thinking, oh, we're finally on land. We're going to be safe, and they're coming up to the land in the boat, is coming to the land, and they're thinking, we're going to get off the boat, and we're just going to lay on the ground and relax when this demonized man came running at them. That's just not fair. (laughs) Do you ever feel like that? You feel like you've really been through it. You feel like that things have just really been hard and tough, And then you think, oh, God's going to give me a break now. (laughs) And then the next thing, boom! (laughs) I know. So they come on shore, and here's this demonized man, and he runs at him, and he's been running through the town, terrorizing the town. You can just imagine the guys are already exhausted. John looks at Peter and says, you take him on. No, it will take both of us at least. Let's get him. And then the most startling thing happens. The demonic man comes running at Jesus and falls down before him and worships him. What a shock. Can you imagine how shocking? He came running and fell down before him and worship. So the guy gets free. But before he is free, he falls at Jesus' feet and worships him. 2,000 demons. It tells how many in the scripture. That's a lot. Mary only had seven. I've only had 50 or 100. How many of you had? (laughs) Okay. Okay, so the man Paul Jesus feeds worships him. Two thousand demons in him couldn't keep him from worshiping Jesus. So what's keeping you back? It's not the demons. Nope it's you. Oh, that hurt. (sighs) Pastor Tamra gave a message a couple weeks ago at the church that we pastor at, and she spoke on worship. And as she was speaking on worship, she talked about how she longs to have 100% because if 100% worship, you know what's going to happen? Everybody's going to get healed. <laughs> I mean, there's just nothing going to stop the kingdom, heaven meeting earth. And so she was talking about 100%. Wow. Okay, so the man <laughs> has 2,000 demons. He worships Jesus. Man falls down at Jesus' feet. Out of the darkness, the man comes into Jesus' marvelous light. And the next time Jesus was in that area, the Bible says that every person in every village came to hear him speak because of the incredible witness of one man who was set free. Now, if you read this story, it's really funny. Because everybody in the town, here's this demonized man who was no doubt, oh, I won't say that. He was doing horrific things. I won't detail it. Seriously. And the people accept him, but when he gets free, they all get scared of him. Yeah, read that account in Mark 5. But then eventually they come around and they finally say, We want Jesus, too, if he could deliver that man. Oh, it's so good. That man was changed overnight. He was changed in a minute. He was changed suddenly, just like Bonnie told us. She was feeling heavy and down. She looked up and let the light of the sun hit her face, and she was suddenly Fully free. Okay, number eight. Number eight. In this world, you will have friction. You thought it was trouble. Jesus said, We will have trouble. In this world, you will have friction. The race car you were given tonight is friction powered. To properly apply the benefits of friction in your life, pull back, look at Jesus. Then go fast forward into his light. Oh, listen, one more thing. Um, In the book, The Blessed Child, one of my all-time favorite books, just a line, Um, Caleb, the person who was having a hard time, this is what he did. He said, he focused on the Lord, and then he said, A thin film of light lapped at his mind, and he smiled. He began to sing kingdom words. Then he walked in, and the world went white. When that thin film of light begins to lap at your feet, your head, your mind, your, um, you can feel, lean in. <laughs> lean into the light until it takes you over. The kingdom of the Son, of His love. The kingdom of light. Now, Father, I ask that you will initiate, that you will orchestrate. Father, that you will set every one of these women up to walk into your kingdom of light. Father, whatever they're going through right now, I ask that you will orchestrate their rescue. Lord, I ask that you will do it suddenly and immediately. Lord, that you will give dreams in the night. Lord, that you will do everything that is needed to rescue each and every one of us. Now, Lord, we're going to promise, we're going to meditate on your word. We're going to believe your word. We're going to read your word. (laughs) Yeah. And so, Lord, you'll keep your word. Help us to keep ours. Now, Lord, wash, wash over every one of us with your love. (laughs) Thanks, Father. Amen. Do your homework and I'll see you next week. Okay, I love you.